Welcome to Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Well, guys, we have a special guest with us today. Today, our guest is Sherry Tholiner. I hope I got it right. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. It's Tholiner, but people call me Sherry T. Just to Sherry T. I'm going to call her Sherry T for today. Uh, so Sherry T. So Sherry T. Who is she? Well, Sherry T. Spent 20 years as an executive assistant in Calgary, Alberta. In 2021, she switched careers to SEO, digital marketing for small businesses, as well as YouTube channel management for prosperousbusiness.com. She is launching the Prosperous Woman in September 2023, which will focus on personal and per professional growth for women. This is a resource that she wished she had available in her journey. So with that said, I'm now going to present to you Sherry T. So Sherry, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm so good, Cleone. It's such a privilege to be asked to be part of your show. Thank you. No problem. No problem. So Sherry, can you tell us a little bit more about your profession, what you do, how you got started, and so forth? Absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, I spent 20 some years as an executive assistant in Calgary, Alberta. And then right around 2016, I started the Prosperous Group, which is really an umbrella company for all of the serial entrepreneur ad <laughs> adventures I'm undertaking. So I put together some courses for executive assistants. So that's the Prosperous EA. Um, I'm currently working on um, my uh, Prosperous business, which is, of course, what you mentioned, doing digital marketing for SEO and YouTube management. And then I'm launching the Prosperous Woman. So, you know, really helping women to come into their own and thrive in their, you know, and respecting their femininity, learning how to work with it. Cool. Sounds exciting. Very exciting. Thank you. You're welcome. So with that said, we're going to move into the mental health piece of this interview. So my first question is, what is your mental health diagnosis and when were you diagnosed? You know, I never really got a diagnosis, Cleone. Um, and and uh, how do I put Yeah, I never really got a diagnosis. I know that I suffered from a variety of things. I, I definitely had bulimia. I didn't, um, I didn't need a doctor to tell me that I uh, had bulimia, suffered a little bit from anorexia. Um, and then I had depression and my treatment of depression, the pills I was on triggered um, uh, bipolar disease in me, which after I went off the medication, the bipolar went away, thank goodness, because that's a terrible disease to live with. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, through, through the different um, things that happened in my life, which I'm sure we'll get into, I've, I've, you know, I've really had to migrate away from depression, but I think depression is the overarching diagnosis here, 
with all of these things just being symptomatic of that. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so my next question is, what is your, tell us a bit more about your mental health story of resilience. What did you have to have overcome? Just walk us through that whole journey of the depression, what you went through and, um, and even the bulimia, I'd be interested to know about that as well. Well, you know, there's a lot of different elements that are woven into, you know, the, the overall picture, but it really started, um, I, I think it really started with how I was, how I was raised. I, I was born into a very religious family, um, Jehovah's Witnesses, and uh, I have since left, which is one of those instances woven into the overall picture here. But um, so I grew up in that in that community where as a young teenager, I developed bulimia and I had bulimia pretty intense. When that bulimia was discovered by my parents um, and they tried to control that, it turned into anorexia. So if I couldn't throw up, I wasn't going to eat. Uh, I was medicated for it at a very early age. I was, I'm going to say about my late teenage years. Mm -hmm. um, and the doctor, pardon me, put me on medication for it. But that medication triggered um, the bipolar that I was telling you about. And the more bipolar symptoms that I was experiencing, the more they upped my medication. So they weren't understanding that that was the cause, which culminated into an attempt on my life. Um, and once I got, obviously it, I wasn't successful, thank goodness. Yeah. But um, I, I, I wanna say get got over it, but it's more put a bandaid on it. I got married at the age of 27. And then I left the religion I was brought up in. And part of leaving that religion, I left my marriage at the same time. It was a terribly unhappy marriage. Um, part of leaving that religion means that all of your friends and all of your family are now shunning you. Wow. So I was left with no people in my life. There were two people in my life who were not Jehovah's Witnesses. So... I really leaned on them a great deal. Uh, so then I, I spent the last, that was 12 years ago that I left. And so the last 12 years have been a journey of taking everything that happened to me and um, processing it, working through it. And, you know, happy to say that I don't consider myself suffering from depression or manic depression or anything like that, but it's, it's been quite a journey. Mm hmm. Definitely. Sounds like you definitely went through it for sure. <laughs> so what did you have to overcome or bounce back from your low points? List all the resources. Uh, I, there really was, it, there wasn't a lack of resources in, in my case, but I think that when you're overcome, overcoming something, you tend to get into a survival mode where you just you just get through it, right? And you don't really think about the resources that you have in place. So I, I really do wish that I was aware of the resources. So when you ask me that question, my resource was myself, you know, because remember I had no friends and had no family um, and I wasn't aware of what was available to me. So it was really just night, white knuckling my way through the experiences. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you were your own resource basically. 
I, I was my own resource, but thankfully, you know, like there, there were three really key phases to mm -hmm. how I overcame. Um, there was the survival phase where you're just white knuckling it through just surviving and, you know, making sure that I still have employment because I mean, what am I going to do? Be homeless if I can't work, you know, through my depression and everything. So there's the survival that lasts a few years. And then you really get into discovering that, yeah, you survived, but that doesn't mean you healed. So you have to go through a grief phase. My grief phase mm -hmm. didn't start till I want to say three years ago, and I've been out for 12 years. And then I realized I haven't dealt with this. So you have to go through that grieving stage. But the really beautiful part is that the third phase is having all of that turn into a catalyst for finding your purpose. So, you know, your, your um, podcast is about entrepreneurs. Well, that's every entrepreneur has an origin story and that's exactly where it starts. Okay. I see. Wow. All right. And what are three things you wish you had available when you were at your lowest point? Mm, a mentor for sure. You know, because you feel so isolated in what you're going through. And in, in my particular situation, that isolation was really set up because um, in, in that religion, you are only supposed to have friends that are part of that religion. So when you leave, you really have the rug taken out from under you. So you really don't have that person resource. So I really wish I had a mentor around to say, you know, what you're going through is really normal. It's, and this is how you get through it. I also wish, it's not that this resource wasn't available. Again, these resources were all available, but I wish there was some affordable education for life skills. I was so naive, like, oh my God, I was so naive. And I, I suffered from my naivety. <laughs> um, and, and I didn't have the life skills or the professional skills to make it, on my own right away. These are things I had to claw my way through um, and figure out for myself. So I wish I, I had, I was aware of the resources for affordable education. And finally, I think, not, I think, I do wish I had had a therapist, Yes, you know, a professional, not just that listening ear, but a professional to really help me navigate my way through all of the different layers of what was happening to me. Mm -hmm. Those are, those are three very good ones, definitely. The therapist, for sure, is, especially since it's so hard to access um, therapy at a reasonable cost, it's kind of very hard. Yes. You know, that can be challenging, so I can understand. Absolutely, yeah. All right, what words of hope can you give to our listeners? What would you tell somebody? You know, um, I touched on this when I said, when I talked about the three phases of what you go through um, to build up the, the mental resiliency. And that third phase was once you've done the healing work and you've grieved it and you're through the really tough parts, then that really does turn into your catalyst for finding your purpose in life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been said that um, if you want to find your purpose, you want to find your passion, then the people you are meant to serve is the person you used to be, mm. right? So when, when you go through something, whether it's my story or, you know, you've had some amazing guests on your podcast before, their story influences um, who, who they then help because who better 
And it doesn't have to be directly. It's not that you have to have been an alcoholic and then you can help alcoholics or anything like that. But for me, I, I now am in a place where I can coach women who feel judged or women who are meant to feel um, small or women who are just going through these mental health challenges that they don't know how to navigate and they don't know that it's okay to have a voice they don't know that it's okay to figure out who they are and and operate from that you know very heart-centered place all of that yeah. but so my words of encouragement is just take your experience and consider it a blessing because then you find your calling love it love it all right so now we're going to do a little switch to the interview just just a oh. <laughs> as you can see behind <laughs> me there are some books um it says the music of my life mm -hmm. um basically that book is a book that i wrote about the the journey that i have between bipolar disorder and mental and music therapy so with that said i would like to know what type of music do you like Oh, you know, I know everybody answers it this way, but it's just so true. I like everything from like Frank Sinatra to Teddy Swims to like country, Irish, rock, pop. Like I love it all. I think my least favorite music is probably hard, hard rock. Yeah. It just has to be for me. It's not about the genre. It's about how soulful the song is. You know, the expression when you're happy, you listen to the melody. When you're sad, you listen to the words. Well, music is just it depends on my mood. Okay, cool. And if you were to think of a song that best describes your journey, what would it be and why? Oh, there is a song. I had a friend who was dying from cancer. Mm. And she, this was her anthem, which became our anthem because she she really I befriended her and she helped me through some of my worst parts. She's since passed away, but her song became my anthem and it's from hailstorm and it's the only song i know from hailstorm it's not like i'm a big fan of theirs um not that i'm not a fan of theirs but it's called i am the fire and it just talks about resiliency exactly what your podcast is about it's just you know you refuse to be consumed by everything the world throws at you you become the fire and it's just such a cool fight song it just gets me fired up pardon the pun every time cool i like that yes cool. awesome all right so how can we stay in touch with you what are your social media media handles well my um my facebook if you looked up um prosper us business so it's prosper and then us um prosper us business or prosper us woman um, on on Facebook, you can find me there and give me a follow. If you ever wanted to find me um, on a personal level, if you're going through something, I'm always happy to talk to um, to women or anybody that could use, you know, a listening ear. Um, you can find me through Sherry Almost Dash Tolinar, and you'll probably put that in the show notes so I don't have to spell it out. But <laughs> but you know, feel free. Are you on Instagram? I am. So uh, what is my Instagram handle? You know, when you asked me that, um, I actually had to look it up. It's at Tolinar S. So my last name, uh, T-H-O-L-E-N-A-E-R-S is my Instagram handle or Prosper Us 
So I'm sure we can put those in the show notes so people can find it. Definitely, definitely. Definitely add them to the show notes. So thank you so very much, Sherry T, for your insight, your story, your bravery for being so transparent with us. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Cleone. And you know what? Thank you because... you are a resource. You ask people what resources that they had available when they're going through stuff. You are a resource. So people who find you in their dark times, you know, you, you provide a light. So thank you for asking me to be a part of that. And it's really been a pleasure to be on your show. Awesome. Thank you so very much for saying that. I appreciate that. And to all you resilient minds out there, until next time, please subscribe to us on our platforms and don't forget to rate the show and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Also join the community of resilient minds and sign up for our monthly newsletter at cleonicrocker.com. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, The Music of My Life, on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. If you can think of one person that will receive value from today's show and or connect with Sherry's testimonial, please share with them. Please feel feel free to take a screenshot of this week's episode of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself at only Cleone or Resilient Mind 365 and today's guest at Tolliner S. Um, yeah, Tolliner S. And remember, mental health is not a death sentence. Despite your illness, you can strive, thrive, and live in abundance. Until next time. I'm Cleone Crawford and I'm signing off.